For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. The Bone app. Now, to listen to the most recent episode of Drew Garabo Live, it replays 24 7, so you have no excuse to miss anything. The 102.5 The Bone app. Real Raw Radio. Sponsored by Gold and Diamond Source. We now return to the Mike Keltis Show on 102.5 The Bone. Calvin Shell, it's 1025 The Bone. 727 579 1025 or 800 771 1025. You know uh, Saigon Kick, one of my favorite bands ever? Yes. Uh, Matt Kramer, who is the lead singer for Saigon Kick, is a vocal coach. Uh-huh. And when he was here for my birthday party at the uh, Hard Rock, he and I, like, I was like, what do you, if somebody can't. Sing, what do you do? He goes, oh, well, sometimes they're singing from the wrong part of their... They're singing from their throat or their belly and they're not getting the right wind. And he's like, you can really help them to do that. And he goes, but a lot of times he goes, I'm coaching politicians and um, uh, self-help speakers and guys like that. To help them speak better. Help, help them speak, help them project. The diaphragm. Help them reach the back of the room. Mm-hmm. Speak with a commanding voice. So they learn to sing or they he teaches no, them? No, teach them how to, how, to, how to project their voice when they talk. Gotcha. And how to breathe. Right. So he was, um, he was telling me that, and then he was doing some vocal exercises, like right there at the table, just showing me. And he's like, "Feel, just hold my belly," and it was all coming from his. It's pretty incredible. But anyway, he put something on uh, Facebook last night. He's like, "I'm a huge Van Halen fan." He's like, "But I, I could fix David Lee Roth." He's like, "I could help him out and get him where he needs to be." Well, here's the interesting thing: is uh, you know that video I think was from the first night or second night. And a lot of people are saying, like, relax, it's cell phone video. And, yeah, he doesn't sound great there, but people that were there live in the room said he put on a great show and sounded. That's what, that's what I said to you when you were like, why would you want, I wanted to really go. And I was like, because it'll be a good show. It'll be a fun, sure. drunk, sing-along show. Yeah. But I do feel like if that was me, and I'm now, I went from stadiums to small residency in a club, I'm going to practice for two months before I go out there so that it sounds Everybody's like, why is David Lee Roth in a club? Well, Van Halen's laughing at him right my, now. My big thing that I don't like is try and get it close to the song. Like, he's yeah. singing totally different phrasing and stuff, and you're like, have you heard the song? Like, you were on the song. Yeah, do you remember crazy. how? Maybe you listen to the songs before you try and do them and don't just interpret it in a completely different thing. Yeah, it's it's not what, it's not what we ever want. I used to, when I was a kid, I'd watch bands go on Johnny Carson or other late night shows and they'd sing it and I'm like they're not they're doing like a different version of the song because you realize they really can't sing mm-hmm. uh, as well as you'd hope right and you also have what you're listening to is when the guy was 20 something years old and now yeah. he's 60 something yeah. and it's a big difference I got mad at uh, Counting Crows one time because oh. I went to see them and they did Mrs. Jones Mr. Jones Mrs. Jones Mr. Jones and they did like the um, 
The real slow version? Like a jazzy yeah. version? Yeah. yeah, I don't... Sometimes it works. Sometimes the... It worked. It was wonderful, but I'm like, I don't... Now I'm depressed. <laughs> uh, I remember Bon Jovi was doing a special where they, like, reworked all their songs, and you're like, nope, this isn't this isn't good. Because I remember they did Hallelujah on there as well. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it just didn't work. Like, Let me see if I can find that. Put it this way. It is not on Spotify. Yeah. That's how awful that is. Uh, I would like okay here. This is the this is the album is called um, "This Left Feels Right," mm-hmm. and it's exactly what Galvin said. They took their hits and they did diff- they did them in different styles, which I think is very creative to do because sometimes it works. I always look at it as a recipe. Okay, this is the recipe. The reason this works so good is because all those parts were perfectly in there, and it makes this beautiful cake that tastes delicious. That's the recipe. Sometimes you can add something and change something, and you're like. That was so good. And then you put raspberries in it. Mm. Oh, my God. That was so good. Or it could be, that was so good. Then you put garlic in it. Yeah. That was awful. Why yeah. would you do that? And that's what happens sometimes. Here's a garlic version of Bon Jovi's One yeah. Live, which this was the best one on the <laughs> album. Because right now, it's not so bad. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, Tico doesn't want those drums. He's like, come on. situation for me when this came out was I was on Outlaw, which was kick-ass country, uh-huh. and we would play classic rock. We'd play Skinnerd in addition to playing... Some of the southern rock type stuff. Right. Eagles. And then this came out, I was like, well, at least I'm gonna, I am bet I can get away with playing this. But it was so bad, I had to stop playing it. Anyway, they did a whole bunch of those songs, and Whoa. only two of them are available on Spotify. Mm. That's how awkward it was. Not great. Uh... We have this interesting thing that happens when I get here on Mondays. I I just imagine that there's nobody that cleans these studios over the weekend, and maybe Monday is their day. But every day I come in, there's like five garbage cans in the hall filled with Johnny B's pizza boxes <laughs> and some other stuff, and it's just gross. It's like walking through. It's like walking past a dumpster, and it's right outside the studio. And when we have guests coming in, it's embarrassing. So uh, today I walked in. And there's garbage, and the walls are blue. Yeah, ish. They changed the to yeah blue, light blue, grayish. Which That's I, weird. It was weird because I was even asking Joe. It used to be orange, right? For some reason, I'm so, having yeah. I guess Chase was the one that picked orange, and they painted the walls orange and like darker orange. It looks like a Harley Davidson dealership. <laughs> and then I remember they asked me. They were like, "We're painting those walls. They look ridiculous." Do you have any input on that? I go, no. I don't. Mm. I go, thank you for asking me. I appreciate it, but I couldn't care less. And I don't care less that they're blue. It's just, it's so weird to come in here. I don't know. I wonder, we can't fix a goddamn microphone, but the walls are blue. Right. Right. You know, can't throw the garbage, but we have blue walls. Uh, Now, what was in the the elevator? So, Joe, I sent you a picture of uh, what was in the elevator. So, this is what Joe and I walked into, which I guess... uh, that was today? Yeah, this morning. Because that's been there since this weekend. That's been there since this weekend. Yeah, because I saw somebody else put a picture of garbage in the elevator. Uh, what's his name? The new... the new uh, uh, PD, uh, Dove? Yeah, but for Dove. The bald-headed guy. Todd. Will? No, Will. Will? No, not Will. The other guy. Barry. All right, Todd Barry. That's who it is. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I saw him put it in the... Uh, 
Yeah. And you think now what? Who, who's that? Check check is for Cox Media Group. Yeah. For five thousand uh-huh. dollars. From Cox Health. From Cox Health. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> and they put it on top of all the garbage. In yeah, the, somebody's uh, gonna take that and cash that. Is Can that you? our garbage? Do we know, or is that from the, like the second floor? I don't know. Because I find it very hard to believe that management here in this building would let that happen. Right. Like like Olivero would have promotions people throwing that garbage out. Keith would lose his goddamn yeah. mind. But are they aware of it? Because there are two elevators, and I was not aware of it. That's I, true. I took the other it. elevator, and I didn't see it whenever I left on Friday. I didn't see it today whenever I came in. So I would be, I would be. Uh, well, Keith isn't here. I don't think. I don't think he gets back. I don't know. All I know is I would be Keith horrified. Was here on Friday? Was he? Yeah. Man. I spoke to it with him. Oh, you did? Yeah. What did you guys talk about? You said you smoked with him. I don't No, I was talking to John Brennan, and he was having a meeting with Keith, and then Keith came out and started talking to us, and he just asked me what was new, and I told him, you know, school started. Uh-huh. That's all I ever tell uh-huh. Keith. Is that I, I'm at yeah, school. like he just just you're lying to him. Even when you don't have to go, just say yeah, yeah, it's cool. I, I do go to school. I know, but it's kind of like you just wanted to make him think that all the things in your life are good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's school, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm school just started, so I'm working on that. Yeah, cool. that's just what I tell everybody. <laughs> well, I don't know who is responsible for it. We should, oh, just set it, day, we should yeah. set it on fire. We should just blame it on Hoppy. Listen, you know me and how much I love fire. I will light anything on fire for you. By the way, Hoppy's, you can't blame it on Hoppy anymore. He's <laughs> I, turned the he's turned the new corner. I can do whatever I Did want. Did you see the picture that Olivero tweeted out with the uh, people on the Mike O show and Hoppy was there? And I said, why does Hoppy look like a cardboard cutout? Did you see it? <laughs> no. He looks totally like he's, because he's standing he next to the window. Mi- one dimensional. But he's standing next to the window and it's kind of like lighter above his hair. It looks like a cardboard. Uh, Joey, I don't know if you can find on Mike O's uh, Instagram or uh, Twitter <laughs> or on mine because I retweeted and said I, he looks like a cardboard cutout. I think I did see the picture because that Chelsea girl in the picture looking smoking hot. Next, yeah, yeah okay. I saw the picture. Yeah. Maybe that's why I didn't notice Hoppy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because uh, uh, Randy Allen uh, put you noticed Hoppy gay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, yeah, listen. Look at, look at. Let me see. Well, because a little light, <laughs> like, right? Shiny. Doesn't he look like a cardboard cutout? Uh, yeah. Again, I can't see past Chelsea. Yeah. My my. And who's the who's the pirate? I don't know. Uh... Cool. Let's all just be well, silent. No, no, I know. We just all went silent at the same time. Oh, boat tours. Oh, of what? Fancy. The tropics. Oh, the tropics. The tropics boat. But are they doing like a Gasparilla boat tour? I would imagine. You could probably so. rent it out for, yeah, if you, you don't can. have a boat, you can go out there for Gasparilla. I'm going to be in the parade for Gasparilla. Oh, yeah? For the uh, first time. For real, for real? Yeah. For the first time in how many years? Since I've 15? been here, yeah. Yeah, the only other time I've been in the parade was a couple of years I snuck into the parade when, when I worked for 98 Rock and they had the Hummer. I would sneak into the parade, then I would call into the radio station. I'd be like, we're live inside the parade. Because <laughs> when you had a Hummer back then, like a big H1, nobody knows. Uh-huh. And it looks like a parade car. You're like, hey, we're here. We got here late. And they're like, right. okay, go ahead. Uh, we did it. We're yeah. in. And you go and you just, and they let you just cut in. And then halfway through, like, they're not supposed to be here. It was like Animal House. They start looking at the numbers <laughs> on the chart. Oh, and they're like, they're not supposed to be here. How do so, you get out? Do they, can they make you leave the parade once you're in, or are you already in it? So you got to go yeah, to what the are you end. Gonna, yeah, turn right? and people move and all that stuff. Just let them go. So uh, different radio stations and, and TV companies and stuff, they, they get into the broadcast rights of the parade. And the, I don't know. So at the time, I want to say it was CBS, and I worked for uh, Clear Channel. So... CBS owned the rights, but Brad, my old boss, was like, I got a, 
I got a hold of one of these. It was a parade pass to get in there. And he's like, I'll give you a hundred bucks if you can sneak the Hummer. And I was like, done. <laughs> and I took the, uh, the Hummer down. It was me and Pete. I think the first year might've been Amanda and, and me, Pete, Amanda, and somebody else. The Hummer held a couple of people on it and big dick. And some people would walk alongside the car. We had a bunch of beads and stuff. Awesome. And it was, a, it was a huge Hummer. It was huge. So I'd pull down and I'd say to the cop, I go, hey, buddy, we, we missed the thing. Can we just climb over there? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just <laughs> right over the, the concrete and I'd get right into the uh, parade route. And I'd, they'd see my pass and I'd go, okay, go ahead. And I'd squeeze in between two things and then we'd just start throwing beats. Awesome. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. And then I'd call up and be like, I'm in the parade. We did it. And we're live from inside the parade. Nobody would really get mad. It was yeah. all just kind of for fun. What time did they do the parade? Was that early in the morning that they would do the parade? Yeah. yeah. So uh, this year... Uh, Budweiser will be doing kegs and eggs at McDinton's again, Ooh. and then um, I'm headed over and I'm gonna hop in. The, you know, I I don't I don't really know what float it is, but now that I know that um, Titus is going, I mean Titus, are such good friends. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll yeah, there. you'll have a yeah, blast. Yeah. But I haven't been invited and stuff, but <laughs> it's cool. I saw Titus put a picture of him and Batista on uh, Facebook. Yeah, and he said big big announcement coming, which I, I imagine has to do with movies and acting. Uh-huh, Maybe yeah. he tees that. And I just put it thing. I said, "I see you guys in Vegas uh-huh. next weekend." So you know, <laughs> it'll be fun because uh... next weekend is a three day weekend already with Martin Luther King Day, mm-hmm. and we have uh, my son has no hockey. Oh. They assumed everybody was going to go away, so they didn't have many. He has no hockey game, so Are we're you? like, "All right, let's do something." You're saying this weekend coming up? This weekend come up? Yeah, yeah, and it's the uh, McGregor uh, Cowboy fight, which is happening on uh, Saturday. It? Saturday, which yeah. is me and Batista and Titus will be at probably. I mean, I know those guys will, but um, I'll probably be at Disney World. <laughs> but uh, I want to watch that. I really do. I, even though I think Cerrone's going to get him, I uh, still want to watch it. Yeah, yeah. I think so, I think so too, if I'm betting. But uh, we'll see what happens. If, know. if McGregor loses again, does it, is his mouth even worth, the entertainment even worth it anymore? Yeah, I think he still fights whatever. I think he had like a three-fight deal for this year. So I don't know whether that's going to happen or change around or whatever. But uh, if he loses, he's still kind of he's still a huge star. Yeah. But yeah, I know what you're saying for sure. I mean, I'm not I'm not a fan, but I get McGregor's? it. McGregor's? Yeah, well, uh, I just love to hear him talk. Yeah, I mean, but it's it's if you're constantly winning, then it's interesting to me. But if you're just a talker and you lose, then I just go, well, anybody can do that. Oh, okay, but but seriously. I, I know this is a big thing for me to say, and I honestly mean that McGregor is the best talker since Ali. No one's oh. paid. Uh, it went Ali, The Rock, and then McGregor, I think. Yeah, I yeah. think he really made it for himself, and his talking got him the fight with Mayweather and mm. made him millions and millions of dollars. He's a huge international star. He's the biggest draw in the UFC, and it hasn't fought for how many, you know, how long and stuff. And this fight came up, coming up will be huge. That one is that press conference where they're all sitting in a, in a tiered in tiered levels, <laughs> looks like a game show, and Cerrone is talking, and McGregor just grabs the mic and goes, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think the best McGregor thing ever, and you can't say it on air, but uh, I forget who it was. I know what you're talking about. Guy, I forget who it was, too. The guy starts talking or whatever, and he grabs the mic, and he just turns around, and he goes, ooh, the F are you? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you even doing here? This is my press conference. Uh, oh, it's so funny. Who is that guy? Uh, he's great. I think uh, if McGregor wins, it puts him back in the title oh, picture. Oh, if he wins, yeah. If he loses, I think the only thing he's got left at that point is uh, Nate Diaz rubber match, and that's it. Yeah, which should have happened a long time ago. I mean, that's the only match that I can think that I would still want to see. Right. And if he wins, 
you know, he's got to try and fight Khabib again. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's jumping different weights and stuff and everything, but that's that's the big one because Khabib would love to smash his face, you <laughs> yeah. know. He's, so it is. He's still such a draw, I and mean, he's the he's so mainstream. Oh, yeah. Everybody, even, like, casual and even non-fight fans know who Conor McGregor and is. internationally, too, oh, which yeah. is a big deal with UFC. I mean, he's he's everywhere. Like, you have guys that are big in America, but he's big worldwide. Like, there's probably people that could only name Conor McGregor if you ask him to name a fighter yeah. sure. in USC. Mm. It's better than me. I just got Marino. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we've got some stuff coming up here. we got Sporkle for you guys. Uh, we got things to give away for the next round of Monster Jam. We've also got uh, Rod Stewart and Cheap Trick. How do you like that? Oh, that's very nice. Uh, I will go to that show, I think. Uh, and then Rita Rudner and Louie Anderson. And I don't know if I want to give these away, Galvin. What are they? Nick Cannon's Wild and Out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm an Eminem guy. I'm afraid. Don't pick sides in this beef. You don't want to get caught across the I, I do. And I pick Eminem's side. Oh, Does he have man. turban or no turban when he Rap God. does this? You know, oh, yeah, he, wears he wears a turban. Sometimes, yeah. I would go wild and out. I'll choose out. <laughs> uh, how about that? Is that possible? Good choice, Galvin. Yeah. I guess. Uh, we also have to do some Death Bowl picks today. Yep. How many? And uh, Dom will be here today, which he uh, not is not normally here on a Monday, but he cannot be here. Uh, Craig Gas was supposed to come by, but he had to move that till tomorrow. So oh, okay. We'll have Gas here tomorrow, so we got plenty of time to uh, take your phone calls as well. But let us play uh, Sporkle. Let me let me clear this line really quick. No, Crazy just, Patty. <laughs> Hi, Mike. How Hi, are you doing? Well, good. I got. I kind of got to get going, but I just want to check in on you. Okay. Hey, can right, I say a real short song to the, to the person that I'm crazy about? Oh, yeah. I mean, Galvin, how do you not want to hear this? Go ahead, Patty. Oh, my man, I love him so. You never know. Wait, Patty, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to put you on hold. Who's the man that she loves so much? It's Jesus. Yes. <sighs> oh, is it? No, I'm going to go uh, Drew. That's what I was going to say, Drew. Okay, Patty, go ahead. It is Drew. Oh, come ah. on. Finish singing. Finish singing. Keep going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my man, I love him so. You'll never know how my heart beats pretty pat when he's around, when he takes me in his arms. The world is bright. Galvin just farted in the microphone. And it was so much better than her saying. All right, Patty. Well, good luck to you and Drew, pumpkin. Oh, he's uh, he's over me. Yeah, everybody is. Why? What happened? I um I asked him to come to pizza parlor with um John and Micah and he sort of brushed it off so it's it's over. Well, do, we, do you want me to tell you the way to his heart? Yes, dear. Uh, Drew is doing Drew Grabo's Down to Bowl, which is uh, happening at Pin Chasers to uh, benefit the Down Syndrome Association, and that is happening on February 29th. You can go to and the. I'm bo- going. Wait, let me finish talking. Oh. goddammit. it. <laughs> You can go to theboneonline.com and you can purchase an individual ticket for $65 or a foursome for 200 bucks. So, evidently, you're going. Yes, I'm going. All right, I'm going too. I will see you there. See you there, baby. Right. Love you. Right, oh, I love you. Patty, you need a ticket. You can't get in. They She's got money. Earlier. She's got money. She's a donator. To stop. <laughs> uh, Drew likes when he's bowling, just run up and hug him. He also likes when you uh, invite him to a sock hop. Where was she saying? A pizza parlor? A pizza parlor. A sock hop. What, are they having a social? You're wearing your poodle skirt? They're at the peach pit. Yeah. We got Sporkle. We'll do it next. You're listening to The Mike Caltas Show on 102.5 The Bone. 
Now, another traffic update. Brought to you by Duncan. Still looking at massive delays on I-75 northbound with an overnight wreck at Fowler. That's still in the right-hand lane. 75 northbound just south of I-4 reports of a new crash. I do have delays there if you're coming up from Dr. King trying to hook up with I-4. Wreck number three is reported at I-4 westbound near the Salmon Connector. I'm trying to spot that one on the camera now. I have a typical delay if you're coming into 275. Girl Scout cookie inspired flavors are at Dunkin'. Grab a medium latte or cappuccino for two bucks from 2 to 6 p.m. America runs on Dunkin'. Limited time offer participation may vary. Exclusions apply. Waste traffic from the Safe Touch Security Traffic Center. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.